Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm Alex. I'm back after, I don't know, it's been a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah. Three weeks, four weeks? I don't know. I've been counting the days. Have you? No <laughs> oh, well, at least pretend for a little bit longer rather than sticking that dagger in my heart within sorry. seconds. Yeah, it was unnecessary, wasn't it? That one? Sorry. bitch to my left is Gav Murphy. <laughs> Hello. Shots fired already <laughs> within 30 seconds. And Rory, who is altogether much nicer, is to my right. Yeah. Uh, how are you guys doing? Yeah, really good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Pumped for Christmas and that. Question, how much Christmas shopping have you done? Oh, nothing. Like, absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing at all? Well, my girlfriend's done this thing where she started making a lot of our presents for my family and stuff. It's only downhill from there. But some of some not, she's not making mine. Um, but she's made <laughs> all of my family's presents, and they're really good as well. Like, like what? Like, Hats. jars that are now vases, and now uh, some cups. She made my mum, like, an entire sort of tea set. But she bought like a really rubbish tea set from Ikea and she's like been spraying it and she's made it like a Christmas tea set. Quick question. It's very impressive. Are you dating a homeless woman? <laughs> she might be. She lives on a boat, so she might be some kind of pirate, <laughs> I think. But cool. that's, that's, pirate. What, what do you want for Christmas then? <laughs> Apart from... Not, well, I'm getting not cups. I don't know, actually. I think some Lego. I, like, yeah, there's a lot of cool Lego out this year. So Anything in particular? Uh, I want to get Ecto One because uh, that is really. Not cool. got that yet. No, well, yeah, we awesome. had it at the place I used to work at, and I right. got to like help build it, but I didn't get. <laughs> that one. is a cocktail. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> get one. Of my build own. it, but yeah, it's not yours. Yeah, so Ecto One looks really, really good. I'd love to get a DeLorean as well. I think those, yeah. those. Um, yeah, you have a Lego DeLorean. Yeah, it's awesome. It's I think it's sold out oh, everywhere though. That's amazing. Uh, it was definitely in stock a couple oh, okay. of months ago. Yeah. Um, I see. I'm. I aimed my sights a bit higher. Originally, I, I wanted the tumbler. Okay. Because that's like 170 quid. Oh, I thought it was more than that. No, 170. I thought it's it was like 300, so okay. Good yeah. God. It's expensive, though. Yeah. But the uh, Ultimate Collector Series version of Slave One comes out beginning oh, really? of January. Okay. Uh, and my wife said, you can have one or the other. You can't have both. Which is fair enough, I guess. Yeah. Because to sort of drop like 320 quid on Lego in the space of like a month is... yeah. It's probably and you've got excessive. a child. Uh, and another, and one, another one on the coming. way. Yeah. I know, I know, right? So, yeah. That's amazing. Actually well, taking food out your children's mouths. I, I thought, well, this is my kind of last hurrah. Yeah. And I, li- I love the idea of <laughs> Lego kind of, is your last hurrah. That's a great hurrah. midlife <laughs> crisis. It's just hundreds of pounds worth of Lego. Yeah. But Not like a Ferrari I was just looking forward like to waking that. up on Christmas Day and Having building Lego. To do, all day. Yeah. Although, let's face it, that wouldn't, wouldn't really have happened. Yeah. But anyway, so I decided, look, I love the tumbler, but Boba Fett's always been mm. my, little, yeah. my little baby. So I'm going to wait. Okay. So I'll get nothing on Christmas Day. Oh, no. That's That's awful. Have you done any shopping? No, not at all. I literally, well, I've been, I've been in the market, as you guys know. I've been looking at Xbox Ones. Yeah, but I actually meant presents for other people, not, yeah, for, not yourself. for yourself. Yeah, not for yourself. No, one of the many benefits of having no friends or family. Right. That's so fantastic, yeah. <laughs> family? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a test tube, baby. Uh, no, so I haven't done I haven't done too much shopping so far. I actually did. I I bought one present earlier today. I don't know if that person is going to be listening to this podcast. So I'm. I would keep, guess not. To I'm going to keep on the hush about it. But unless um, it's one of us. 
Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I got you a jar, Alex. Did you? Yeah, I love jars. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I haven't done too much. I have a family that live. I'm kind of disappointed about this actually. A lot of my family is all over the world, so that kind of like. Christmas shopping is now majority just online. Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, but that's all, all of my family is nearby and it's still Amazon. Yeah, but... It's you, the cheapest and the easiest way never, to like, do it. you like going out with money and going around the shops? I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> exactly, no, yeah. Okay, yeah. just me. Like, Not for me. Obviously, based where we are in the middle of London, it's yes. sometimes a bit easier because you can just nip along Oxford Street. Yeah. But half the time, yeah. pretty much everything I've got so far, well, everything I have got so far has been off Amazon and it's been in the uh, Black Friday sales. <laughs> got to get Fair a bargain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so you were talking, you're going to get uh, an Xbox One. Yeah, despite disapproving it's glares only, from everyone in the office. It's only because we all play on PS4. Yeah. If you don't want to be part of our gang, that's absolutely fine. I'll start my own. I'll get, who, who in the office doesn't have a console? Who can I rally Chris. up? Chris. Tilly. Chris, oh, okay, well. But he's not going to buy an Xbox One <laughs> no, or a PS4, yeah. I'll do Christmas shopping. I'll buy everyone Xboxes. Yeah. And then, oh, all right, then if I buy you an Xbox, I have hypothetically got, speaking. I've got an Xbox. You have an oh. I have an Xbox. But he still doesn't but, want to be in your Xbox game. <laughs> yeah, I know. This hurts. But it's this that whole thing of, yeah, I'm not going to start, oh, we'll play on both consoles. That's true. Because at the minute I'm playing through Far Cry 4, got quite a long way into it. If you start playing it, we, we could be co-op buddies. Mm. But you'll be so far behind. You know, just be like... Well, I won't when I get it. I'll, I'll catch up. Yeah. I'm fast. I'm a fast learner. It's not the same thing. Karat will be freed <laughs> on Xbox and yeah. PlayStation. Should we crack on with the news? Yes. yes. Right, so the first piece of news is... So I think last week uh, you guys were talking about how kind of screwed up AAA games are and that yes. they get released in the kind of buggiest state ever. Yeah. Well, Ubisoft has come out and apologized for the state of um, Unity. That's quite cool. Um, so it was the uh, Ubisoft Montreal CEO, Yanis Malat, I think that's how you pronounce, it, pronounce his Probably, name. Yeah. So the guy who is in, you know creative lead for Assassin's Creed, basically long email that he sent out yesterday um, saying... It's not up to the standard. Look, you guys expect a certain level from Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And as a way of apology, um, if you don't have the season pass, you get the first part of DLC for free. Cool. If you've bought the season pass, then you get a free game. What game? Well, this is the thing. Really good game. Raven Rabbids. Uh, well, let's start Viva at the bottom end. Okay. Just Dance 2015. That's all right. Just That's Dance. Not. I'm a Just Dance fan. Okay. Whoa. Good when you're pissed. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. So you can go back That's and awesome. see what you missed. That's I know, it's a good game, but again, a bit old. gets better. Uh, Is this next gen? Can you get Black Flag on PS4 or Xbox One? Yeah, well, mm, yeah it should be. For, I, I Is thought, Black Flag yeah. for next gen? Yeah, yeah oh, Black Flag. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Black Flag was on both. Yeah. Uh, Rayman Legends. Amazing game. Watch Dogs. No. Mm. <laughs> the Crew. Mm. <laughs> We haven't reviewed it yet. <laughs> uh, I've played the beta. Oh, that's the driving one, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, okay. I love the idea of it, but the reality of it from the beta wasn't that exciting for me. Okay. Do you say but beta? Beta, yeah. Beta. Beta? Beta. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to beat her. Ooh. Far Cry 4 for free. Hey, really? there you go. That's, pr- like, if you've, that's amazing. If you've um, ordered the season pass. You can get a copy of Far Cry 4 for free. That's well, awesome. Well, weren't so, Xbox giving away a free download for Sunset Overdrive for like 24 hours? Yeah, but Sunset Overdrive is not like Far Cry 4. I know 4. it's not yeah. like, but I mean, it's still a huge title yeah. to be giving, especially like so early in the game as well. Maybe I no one's buying it. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, um, yeah, it's come out at a tricky time, isn't it? Like, you know, by all accounts, it's 
an interesting game, but it's yeah. There's so much other stuff out there. But you got an email. Or I did. We got an email from Joshua Piggott Smith, who says, "Duck Hunt, I recently read the news about Ubisoft offering free DLC and, in some cases, a free game to those people who bought Assassin's Creed Unity. As someone who bought Assassin's Creed at launch, I have to say I'm amazed and delighted that Ubisoft have gone this far to appease fans, especially as I haven't really experienced any of the various bugs reported. So he's on to a winner, really. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Although he doesn't say that whether he's bought the season pass or not. Oh uh, right, okay. You need to have bought the season pass to get a free game. They're not just handing out games so everybody has bought Assassin's Creed. Yeah. What do you think about the service? service? Do you think more companies should offer it? And if so, on what basis? If, I, if I'd bought Drive Club, for example, I'd be demanding some shares in Sony and a free TV by this point. Yeah, Drive but, Club. The thing is, that's a fair point, though, because yeah. what if you've bought uh, Drive Club and you've bought the season pass? Or what if you have all those games? Yeah. Then you're like, hmm... Although, you know. So in terms of all the Ubisoft stuff? Yeah. If you have all those, yeah. then, you know, other people are getting free stuff. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. What do you need more free stuff for? Yeah. You? I, I would Go say, you need. yeah, if they would have offered up a load of old games, it would be, uh, that that's pretty, like, cutting-edge stuff yeah. there. Like Far a game that's literally enough. just come out. I think yeah. it's an amazing offer. I think it's a good I think it's a good service, but at, at the end of the day, sort of the least they can do. Yeah. Like after like making people buy a game that doesn't work. Well, I think importantly, but that's well for for Drive Club, I agree. Yeah. But for Assassin's Creed Unity, yeah, it, you know, he's gone yeah. he's played the game for god knows how long and he hasn't really experienced any bugs. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And like when I played, I haven't played it for an awful a lot of time, you know, you it was a game. bit laggy, um, you know, a bit sort of jittery at times. Well, Dan was playing it and there were cutscenes where it would swap to the other person who just wasn't uh, there. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just kind of like... Really That's quite funny, though. Like yeah. It's if funny, I but I mean, if now, you're trying to get into the narrative, I could see how that would bug you a bit. Like, when the novelty's worn off and you're like, I kind of need to yeah, know I what's guess so. going on at this point. But yeah. I, I do think, I, I agree with you, I think it's... If people are aware that they're putting out games that aren't up to scratch... Uh, and so I think there's a difference here. There's games like Assassin's Creed Unity, which are obviously broken yeah. when that came out. There's other games like GTA V with the online component. Okay. It's really hard to kind of test that until you put in a live environment yeah, and you're, exactly. you've yeah. got 100 people playtesting it or 500 people yeah. and then suddenly millions are playing it. Yeah. That, I think that's different um, because you've got that level of stress testing. But like Unity I, should just not have been released. No, I guess not. Well, this kind of thing's happening with um, the Halo Master Chief collection as well. Yeah. They're having huge problems with not just matchmaking, but some people have problems with the campaign missions. Uh, and I don't know yet if, if um, you know, Microsoft are offering any yeah. kind of... But I mean, it's, it's been ongoing as well for a couple of weeks now, Yeah, despite the patches. So Well, Far Cry. Like, Creeper has had some problems in Far Cry because I've been playing single player at home, yeah. co-op at work. Um, and it's screwed up his um, progress. Right. Because like, when you go through Far Cry, the more bell towers you unlock, the more yeah. outposts you liberate, you unlock new weapons, blah, 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 blah. And I, I don't know whether it's synced to my game or whatever, but he's gone through and liberated all the bell towers, all of the outposts, but it hasn't registered it right. um, in his progress bar. Oh, that's awful. So <laughs> you look at the map, you yeah. can't go and take any more. But the, that weapon hasn't been unlocked at the trade, oh. uh, so it's it's a bit screwed. That's annoying. It happened to me, but then I patched it with a new thing and it's fixed it. Right. But it hasn't for Krupa, so he's obviously a bit gutted. Yeah. Um, like that. And now we're refusing to play co-op with each other just in <laughs> case it screws with each oh. other's games. That's sad. <laughs> but yeah, it just feels like every single kind of big game. There's something is wrong with screwed, it. Screwed apart from Nintendo games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was actually very tempted to get a. Wii U this Christmas instead of an Xbox One. I would yeah. definitely do that. 
Just for Bayonetta 2 and a lot of the releases that are coming up, Smash Bros as well. What about all the releases that have been? If you bought a Wii U now, like, you wouldn't have to buy another game for a year. I know. Like, there's so many like games that come out of it, and, like, out. brilliant games as that'll well. That'll be my, my yeah. I think after the Xbox One, that'll be my next console. I'm going to get one, like, as soon as I can. Uh, well, excited. Sad Dan Kilby was saying just before this podcast that he's going to buy one tomorrow because I think gamers got a deal on them. 180 Friday, quid yeah. or something like that. 180? What? This <laughs> is stressing me out, but you're because I'm just thinking of all the Black Friday deals I'm missing as I'm on this yeah. podcast right now. But so. I think it is true. Like yeah, a year ago, there wasn't really a kind of solid reason to buy a Wii U. No, and now there are kind of <laughs> like four or five really good reasons. Oh, know, yeah, Mario Kart, absolutely. Smash Brothers, Bayonetta, and then all the games that came out, you know, a while ago. So yeah. Wind Waker and um, Pikmin, all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, awesome. What else have we got news-wise? The Jurassic, Jurassic World trailer. World. That was a good day when that came out. So, uh, unfortunately, Creeper is a, a mega fan. Uh, yeah. Are you a mega fan? Huge, yeah. We've, we, this is, I think this is part of the reason that I think I got the job here, that he was like, I want somebody else who likes Jurassic Park as much as me on right. the staff, which is good. Um, because, yeah, that's how I sort of met Dan, was on Twitter talking about Jurassic World. Is that right? Uh, Jurassic Park, yeah. Um, like online dating or something. Yeah. It's like shared interests. You know what's funny as well is that your favorite film uh, was his favorite film, and then my yeah. favorite film is Chris's favorite film. What's Chris? What's that? Back to the Future. Okay. Yeah. So we just synced up, mm. and apparently I found out last night that we were all uh, chubby children as well. So we have that in common as well. We were all fat kids. With was the Tilly? Same films. Tilly wasn't, was he? I think so. I, like Creeper was, but I don't think <laughs> uh, Bear Park was. I'd yeah, love to I saw some amazing. I'd love to see I, yeah. a photo of Bear he showed me some amazing photos of him yeah. the other day. They're really good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the Jurassic World trailer came out. Uh, like I thought it was really good. Maybe I'm not in the. You know, I, I don't. Th- I am pretty biased because yeah. I, I love everything Jurassic Park, and I've sort of. It's been a long enough time since I saw Jurassic Park three to sort of be jaded by that. Because um, I, I didn't mind three. Really? Yeah. That there's some good. Right. There's some Better good scenes. No. That was all with the two cell phone was awful. In the- no, it goes it goes one, two, three. No, it doesn't. That, the, three was <laughs> one, the one with the cell phone. Let's change the talking point. The talking point's gonna be that. We're <laughs> just debating that. Yeah. Arguing. Really good. <laughs> and this there's good there's a thing. Like two and three aren't great films, but there's great scenes in them, yeah. I think. Um but yeah, Jurassic World, I think for me, like the trailer, there's a lot of sort of criticism, a lot of people saying that it, they thought it was a terrible trailer and yeah. different things, but I think it's very, very early on. And I think from what they showed, I thought it was quite a brave trailer. I, I, I can't see how you would look at that and go, it's a terrible trailer. Mm. Because it's just a lot of fun. Exactly, um, yeah. And, you know, I, I personally am really excited for the film. Yeah. Um, I don't really know that much about the director and, you know, how much uh, he's going to kind of bring to it. But in terms of the idea of this fully-fledged park being open, then yeah. obviously disaster strikes, whether it's a hybrid dinosaur, whatever the heck it is. Well, we, yeah, we talked wrong. about this a little bit last week where I said I'd, I'd rewatch Safety Not Guaranteed to sort of see if yeah. I could work out why they'd chosen him. But at that point, I completely forgot that he's written the script as well. So I think hopefully he's written some kind of sort of grounded way of doing it. Although by looking at the trailer, that's not happened yeah. at all. Um, but it's, I, I thought it was an interesting trailer. And I, I mean, Chris Pratt is brilliant in everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. So yeah. I think he's going to carry it. It was also quite sort of... Um, Interesting to see, because everyone pretty much at the moment thinks that Chris Pratt can do no wrong. Like, yeah. he is a sort of golden boy at the moment. To see such a backlash against the trailer saying, oh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a great trailer. Like, I don't know, I was quite surprised with that. Because I yeah. thought, but then at the same time, he's not, he wasn't sort of joking around or anything of like that. He plays his character in the trailer completely straight. And I said to yeah. Krupa, like, I hope there's a little bit more bants to him. 
because well, he was very serious dude in a very serious leather waistcoat. Because that's the only side of Chris Pratt that I know. Mm. Like, have you not, I, never seen Parks and Rec? No, uh, it's really funny. No, but that's yeah. what I mean. He that's, plays that's, like that's, a jolly, yeah. like but he's still a comedy guy. character, right? Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But that's but you're right. Is he going to turn into Sam Neill or something? I really like hope that? not. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's all we've, that's all me and Kruber talked about. Like we went to the pub straight after. We were gonna yeah. do the Rewind Theater and I've never been so sad about anything in my life. No, like Drilling. Oh, the drilling. But there's a drill outside that goes from like eight till half nine and then starts up again at five. So we were sitting there all day going and it was my Rewind Theater. And like, you know, I've been an IGM fan since I was a kid and to actually be doing my first Rewind Theater <laughs> and, and it was Jurassic World. World Oh, I was losing my shit. You and never know. <laughs> it could be Star Wars. I'm just imagining the, yeah. the builders outside is being like, should we start now, sir? No, no, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. They haven't started yet. Hello, well, welcome like, to IGS. Yeah. <laughs> I was like a little kid set on the studio. I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then the drilling starts. I didn't get to do it in the end. So. Yeah. But we did get to do a conversation on it. So I was like, okay. I was. I so really, I really enjoyed that. the trailer. I was really into it. Right up until the point where Chris Pratt looks up at the camera and said, Depends on what kind of dinosaur they cooked up in there. Yeah, it wasn't a great line. And I line. was like, oh, no. Yeah. That, I just, it just completely took me out. I that was, it was just really, it was like a, a line you'd hear in like a parody. Of it's a, not good, yeah. It um, wasn't great. But, but it was one before it was great. And I, the whole trailer, I did yeah. enjoy it. It was just that. Was a the guy who's standing next to him in that paddock uh, for Parks and Rec fans is the guy called Lawrence from the first season of Parks and Recreation that... Uh, Chris Pratt trace, chases down the street naked. Oh, really? I haven't seen that sort of. Nobody has pointed that out, so I felt that's like hilarious. it's my, that's why my you duty to do have it. Done the exactly. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. But like, that's all we've been doing. Like, we've been looking, but like, because you know, we've got these cr like massive theories for it and stuff like that. And like, we keep yeah, looking at all the time. Keeps on yeah. Coming up with like crazy theories. His written rewind, uh, rewind theater is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of because basically every crazy theory that we had in the pub, he's just written down. So yeah. It's really good. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, it's the same month as my 30th birthday like i'm so excited for it that i think i'm sort of going and go blink to jurassic it. park for your for your birthday well my birthday is on the 29th of june and it's out on the 12th there's absolutely no way i'm gonna be able to wait yeah. 17 days i don't think but wouldn't it be cool if there really was a jurassic park well we said this like there was a, there was a Amazing. point at some point where the because the trailer obviously went up live uh, the, the trailer was meant to go live tomorrow uh, yeah. or today if you listen to this yeah. like on friday yeah. because star wars have said that they're going to put their trailer yeah. it came out a little bit earlier but uh, but the official site which had a countdown to when the trailer was going to go live it was still going after the trailer gone up for right. like two days and we were like imagine if that two days was like an actual park. We're like, oh yeah, like, and then <laughs> upstage Star Wars with the trailer. We're like, oh, little trailer of you. Yeah, we made some real dinosaurs yeah, exactly. and a real park, mate. So that, that yeah. would be amazing. <laughs> I would totally. Well, I imagine went to... that. Like Disney World would close. Oh my god. Well, they have. God. Well, know... no, they'd be part of it. Oh no, they wouldn't, would they? Because they're not Disney. It's universal. The universal. Star yeah. Wars World. Yes. One cool. One cool thing is. Uh, if, if we were looking at all like sort of the leaked, um, there's a couple of sort of leaked images and things. And one of the uh, tour things was like tour guide uh, presented by Jimmy Fallon. Right. And Jimmy Fallon's the person who presents the Universal Studios tour. Ah. So when you go on the Universal uh, Universal Studios tour, he's your uh, virtual yeah, yeah, tour yeah. guide. Yeah. And he's going to be doing the Jurassic World one as well. Like, I'm not a huge Jimmy Fallon fan, but I was a fan of that little thing. I was yeah, like, that's, oh, that's, that's cool. cool. There's little nice little touches, it is, isn't it? It is, it is. Yeah. Uh, we have got a lot of feedback about uh, Jurassic World, so we'll talk about that later in the cool. show. Awesome. Uh, next up, Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale is apparently uh, jealous of Affleck playing... Uh, Batman, which I did a news piece on this today. It was kind of bittersweet. It was one of those things where it says, he said as soon as he finished, uh, 
he felt like it was time to stop, but there was always a part of him that said, mm, like, yeah. oh, gone, let's let's do another one. Uh, and he said when he found out that uh, Ben Affleck was doing it, he just kind of stared into nothing for about yeah. half an hour. And that's a very Christian Bale response, isn't <laughs> exactly. it? You can just imagine that just kind of... Hmm. I personally think this is a news story that's been blown way out of proportion by people who make news oh, videos definitely. for a living, like yourself. <laughs> but no, because Every I, news story when is. When I read it, I think if you read... I think it's it's sort of tongue in cheek where he's like, yeah, you know, I'm gutted that. I'm yeah. I don't think he's just like, damn you, man. <laughs> I think he is. He's got the cowl on. <laughs> no, he's, he's Welsh. He's voice. laid back. He's Gavin, laid back like me. Do you think that Christian Bell is laid back? Yeah. Shut up, Gavin. I did. <laughs> That's all I had. I did a news piece today on a waffle iron that makes <laughs> waffles in the shape of keyboards. Okay. okay. So I need these pieces to be blown out of proportion. <laughs> is this what this you, is how I... This is how you sold it to your family. I'm going to London, family. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go and fulfill my dream and make videos about Everyone's like, irons. yeah, that's really cool. You're presenting the news. And then they see me being like, do you like waffles in the <laughs> shape of computers? Yeah, just me kind yeah. of... Uh, I think, uh, I mean, he, it's, it's sort of like when you break up with someone. And you break up with someone, you think, yeah, I definitely made the right decision. And then you see them going out with someone really hot, and then he's like, shit. They're going no. out with Batman. I, I, I want to go, 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 go hang out with them. Especially if it's Batman. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. you feel doubly worse. It's like, damn it. I'm but lost. yeah, I mean, he oh, obviously. Let her go, bro. Yeah. He obviously loved playing that character, and, yeah. you know, and that character, for me, like at the moment, Batman is Christian Bale. Yeah. So. You know, he d it doesn't even seem that he's had that much of a time to sort of develop a legacy yeah. because right now Ben Affleck is going to be it's, Batman yeah, like the, straight away, the and it's kind like of difference between it. Is, yeah, it's been so it's kind of hard because you know a lot of people. It's it, he hasn't. He's not going to have that sort of history with it. It's going to yeah. be. He's just going to be another Batman rather than the Batman. Yeah. Um, so that's quite sad. I think. But also, I could never see him like reprising Batman under Zack Snyder. No, I can't nah, see that me working, So. But then I guess we don't know what kind of Batman's going to be or anything. No, we like don't. That, but but, but again, like I, I think keep the kind of Nolan Batmans yeah. as they are with Christian Bale. We definitely yeah. made a, a, a different direction. Hopefully, you yeah. made the right choice. Like the Dark Knight trilogy was fantastic. Mm. It's great. It was a complete story. Let's just cut it and do something else. I don't yeah. think there's any need to draw it out yeah. any, anymore. But yeah. it, I do feel sorry for the fact he sat in his little Welsh cottage crying, going, thinking about what could have been. I was Batman. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Bless him. Uh, last piece of news. There was a trailer. I don't know if you've seen it. For I the haven't actually known. I'm so upset that I haven't seen mm. it. Okay. So Call of Duty Zombies has obviously been a big thing for yeah. uh, quite a long time, but they're taking it in a new direction. Okay. Now, Advanced Warfare, obviously set in the future, dudes with exosuits. Yeah. And in previous Call of Duties that Treyarch have done, it's all been like comedy co-op, etc. Yeah. But apparently it's much more kind of uh, serious, Left for Dead style, uh, and the zombies Ooh. have got fucking exosuits. That's pretty cool. Sounds pretty. Yeah, yeah, Really? What? I, this is a dark part of my, my history. You guys don't know this. I was a huge Call of Duty Zombies fan. Uh, absolutely. To the point where I, we, I had like a whole like crack team of zombie survival experts. Yeah. I think the furthest we got was level 50, round 50. Yeah. Which took, I don't quite remember. I think it was 14 hours of consecutive. What? It was about a day. It was absolutely insane. It's time to get to the root of the fact that you were a fat kid. Yeah, <laughs> well, there you go, exactly. Real apocalypse, no chance. But uh, on the Xbox, absolutely. 14 hours. I think it was 14 hours. Straight. Yes, straight. This is this is where it gets hilarious because there's no breaks, you know. So what you, do you do? Handing your pad over to somebody else. As soon as the round is over, 
when you kill the last zombie, the next one begins. Mm. So what you have to do is, uh, you, they're called crawlers. You make crawlers, which is, you know, you blow their legs off so they crawl yeah. around yeah. so they're slow. And then you're on, this is so nerdy, you're on Xbox Live and you're like, okay, does anyone need bathroom breaks or anything like that? And then what you do is you keep the crawler alive. So you right. kind of do loops and he chases after you while uh, other players like go up, go AFK and go to the bathroom, get oh my food. Gosh. That's actually really clever. It's tough because um, it gets to the point on round like 45 yeah. where one round can last up to an hour itself. Yeah. Like it, it gets exponentially harder as yeah. you progress. So it's crazy. So, I mean, was exoskeletons? I think I'm just yeah. scared that I won't be good at it. So, yeah. Yeah. so in the trailer is, uh, it shows like the, I can't remember the name of the guy. Is this, this isn't the leaked one, is it? Oh, it came out officially yesterday. Okay, well, I've seen, okay, I have seen it then, yeah. Um, but it's, um, I don't know if it was the same trailer because there was details leaked before. So anyway, this one is the, a guy running away, zombies running towards him and it feels a lot like kind of World War Z. Yeah. Okay. Like the n sheer number of, them running and they get into a helicopter to take off. Yeah, I've seen. And then basically really one of the cool. exosuit zombies jumps up behind and it fades to black. And okay. I don't know, that just feels cool. Something a little bit different, isn't it? Like that's a way of doing it a bit different. Because I'm the flip side. I found the kind of cheesy kind of comedy. The like B movie stuff. I thought it was really cool. Well, I yeah, like I liked it. it. So. If it's oh. more like Left 4 Dead, I am well up for yeah, that. Yeah, Left 4 Dead is really uh, good. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I'm up for this it. is the Jurassic Park thing. It's like, should they be genetically enhancing zombies? Comedy zombies or <laughs> yeah. exosuit? Come on, exosuit zombies? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. Like anything that's a little tiny bit new. Like the zombies are a little bit tired now, aren't they? So. Yeah. Good. Depends on what kind of zombies they're cooking up in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it for this week's news. Uh, but uh, So this week's talking point, James Cameron. Yes, here he is. Rather... I read this today. A rather interesting quote about the new Avatar films. Yeah, so he was talking with Empire and uh, about the Avatar movies, and there's, a, there's really there's quite a cool quote. Is it a cool quote? I don't know. Just, I wouldn't expect a no. Hollywood director so, to say this. About his planned trilogy of yeah. sequels, he says, They're going to be bitching. You will shit yourself with your mouth wide open. The Oscar-winning filmmaker said. <laughs> like, that whole phrase of shitting myself with my mouth wide open is like... like sounds awful. For me, shitting myself means scared. Yeah. So are they going to be scary? Or is he saying, like, we're going to be so impressed, we're going to literally shit in the cinema? Because You're right, because I think you, you would piss your pants in an excitement. That's almost a phrase. Also scared. Right? I've heard people say really? that. Really? Also, yeah, if I... <laughs> if there's anything coming <laughs> you lose control yeah. down there and something makes you jump. When that's you're actually... editing, Gav, I'm going to come up behind you and go, boo, and then you just release That's actually the, the only way moves. that I can piss or shit if someone scares me. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, it just all gets backed up. Right. I have to watch like a horror movie so to empty myself. You're constantly sitting in the toilet waiting for somebody to push the door open. Yeah, yeah. Danger shits. That's but... what I need. <laughs> But then, like, the, the whole mouth open thing as well. I was like, oh That's my what God. I mean. I, I think oh, he man. means we're going to be so impressed. We're going to be, ah, and shitting. But then if you're in a cinema, you might get someone else's shit inside your mouth. Yeah. Come on, David. Well, that's what, that's what oh, the original James. Avatar felt a little bit like, to be honest. Yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't a fan of Avatar. I fell asleep Me for about either. 30 minutes. It was too um, long. That'll impact your judgment, yeah. surely. Um, I thought the 3D was impressive. Um... But as a, I, I watched since watched it in two D at home. Oh really? Oh god, I was ill. Yeah, I'd gone through all. Did of you shake yourself? Did I? <laughs> I that, didn't. No, know. no. My mouth was open. That's probably <laughs> because I was there going. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just not a fan. It never touched me in any kind of exciting way. Like I went to see it at IMAX as well, and I was, you know, I was yeah. prepared for this to be 
really fucking incredible. And and it just wasn't. It was just a. I just didn't buy into the world and buy into any of the characters. Um, It just wasn't. It just wasn't for me at all. I mean, I know like a lot of people are different, and I understand. I can understand why people like it. Um, and then, you know, a lot of people want actually want to live in Pandora. There's like a whole sort of subculture of people who are so obsessed with it. Right. That's um, weird. And like a couple of people like IGN like absolutely love it. Like Chris, who was on the podcast a few like weeks back, he loves it. Tilly. Like No, what's oh. his name? The American guy, Chris. Oh, Chris Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Lo- he loves it. I was going to say, I've never heard Chris no, Tilly no, 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 say no, no, that he yeah. loves Chris Carl loves it, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he really, really likes it. But I mean, the talking point that I wanted to say was like, does anyone still care about Avatar? Well, that's it. It's kind of disappeared yeah. from like memory. Like, when did it come out? Can you remember? Oh, no, let's check it. He but, was. He said in that article. He was, he he mentioned about like the third and fourth Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, where's the? Well, second? that's the thing. It's a it's a planned trilogy of sequels now. It's not. That's a thing. And it's such an odd thing to do. It's like release one so and then go right now. The next one is going to be th- it's going to be three. It's like we'll work on one, and I'll I'll read you a little bit in a second now after yeah. I find out. But 2009, right? So five years ago, that is a long time. That's ages. And um, like even though it had a massive impact, yeah, uh, like you know it won Oscars, it went crazy money wise and things like that. Like you know broke lo- broke loads of records. Five years is a long time, and like and it's not even coming out now. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, it's not out for a while. Um, but that's the thing, like. I, obviously, the, the the way that he's doing it is to do it in the same kind of way as like Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, you know, yeah. to release them sort of every single year like that, which I guess makes sense because that worked for those ones. Like, but he's. But I think also with those films, it's like you obviously knew what's kind of happening with yeah. those films. It, you knew the conclusion was coming. It, it Where feels can you like, from like here, well, yeah. if there's four already lined up. It could be another like seven coming after that, and it's just like, oh god. In a way, though, that, that actually quite excites me. Like having a you know a trilogy of films where I have no idea what's going on. But in yeah. fairness, I haven't I, I haven't read Hobbit or Lord of the Rings, so right. I don't know what's going on with those ones. Right. Um, okay. But the, the thing about those books is mm. that there was a natural epic conclusion, and like at the end of Fellowship of the Ring, I wanted to know what was going to happen uh, with Frodo and yeah. all that kind of stuff. At the end of Avatar, I was like. Okay, well, yeah. let's move on to something else. I don't feel like, oh, I want to see what's going to happen There's something next. else that to, like character. to revisit. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, th- like, this is the thing that I found really interesting about this article, though. And for me, like, this doesn't sound like a good thing, like right. reading this. So he says, he also revealed the curious process of working with four screenwriters. I think we met for seven months. Oh, yeah, there we go. So different people are working on different ones. Right. Um, I think we met for seven months and we whiteboarded out every scene in every film together. And I didn't assign each That's a big whiteboard. And I didn't assign each writer which film they were going to work on until the last day. So you, right. they were working on the they were working on the storyboard for every single film, yeah. but they didn't know which one they were actually going to go yeah, sit down yeah, and write. Yeah. Which is good because I guess then you've got if you're working on the first, on number two, you know what happens in number four. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. But then this is curious to me. I knew if I assigned them their scripts ahead of time, they tune out every time we were talking about the other movie. Yeah. Like I think you like talk to your HR woman if that's happening. Yeah, exactly. Like Get I knew they just actually, get bored of shit. So <laughs> people that are actually committed to the project. It's like oh, I just want to look at my movie, nothing else. Yeah, but then, I mean that obviously like it's good that they were working together, but it still seems quite odd to me that mm. they would have. They would be that separate when they're actually then going off to write the, the yeah, movies, yeah. Um, unless they're going to come back and then pull it all together. I don't know. I so. guess so. Yeah. But like, did, did it actually say when Avatar Two is coming out? No, not in here. The future. But the, I mean, 
I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because I didn't like Avatar. I don't care when I don't care about two, yeah. three, and four. But I mean, maybe there are people out there. I mean, if you are one of those people, please let us know in the comments. Well, I also but, think uh, I think the kind of like movie landscape is a little bit different now than it definitely. was back then because if you look at you know Marvel have really kind of up their game. Yeah. Star Wars is going to be everywhere. Yeah, DC slate is you know it's there are big blockbusters. Yeah. Every three months now, and that's the thing. It's um, interesting to see that they, uh, Cameron's gone for the Lord of the Rings sort of format and yeah. going, okay, we're going to release one like that. Yeah. Whereas a lot of other people have gone for the Marvel format of going, like, yeah. okay, we're going to release here and here, and yeah. we're going to build this universe like this, yeah. which is what um, Universal Monsters are going to do. Yeah, they sort of. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. odd to see people looking at different things and going these like structures from franchises. Yeah, yeah and but I, w- I wonder if he's like putting his horse to the wrong cart because. For me, like Lord of the Rings, okay, they are super successful, but they have a license to pretty much print money because they have such a dedicated fan base that's been built up over the course of, well, by the end of this, six films. Yeah. Um, So I think, I don't know, will people care enough? Yeah. To go see three, to really commit to going to see three. The second one will have to be really good. Yeah. to, you know, justify having a, a trilogy, essentially. Yeah, it. I mean, I'm interested in it because I'm impressed with anyone who can create a world where they think that they can get four films out of it. Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> well, that's, well, it worked so well for The Matrix, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, let us know if you think that, if you are, if you care about Avatar. But also, I remember when Sam Worthington was the kind of hottest yeah. property in Hollywood, and now... Because I, I assume that he's coming back for two. You would assume so. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I always found it weird with him because it almost seemed like they were, it was just like one of those like stars that sort of came from nowhere and everyone just decided, oh yeah, you're going to be massive now? Yeah. Like, go on. Yeah, because uh, what was he? Avatar, Terminator, Terminator yeah. um, whatever that kind of uh, Jason and the Argonauts style film was called. I oh, yeah. what it's called. Uh, Titans. Clash of the Titans, like, yeah. Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans, yeah. Yeah, the um, remake of that. Yeah. And now, whoops, He's been, he's been working to... on three Avatar films. Yeah, that's it. That's going to take time. Right. That's probably going to take quite a long time. Yeah. It's just funny because with that quote about the audience shitting themselves and about his creative team losing interest immediately, it sounds like he's making films with a fraternity or something. Yeah. Like yeah. a bunch of teenagers. It's yeah, really maybe. strange. But there we are. Read a feedback. Yes, so uh, I've got the first piece of feedback, uh, I believe, and it says, given the debut of the Jurassic World trailer, I couldn't help but feel cautious for several reasons. Um, Will the overuse of CG in some way damage the believability? Nice word. Given how real the world looked for people who grew up with the first movie. Um, I think that's a good point, because obviously Spielberg was a massive advocate of using uh, puppetry on a huge scale. Like You've obviously seen the kind of behind-scenes stuff. Yeah. And the T-Rex kind of... um, Hydraulic head. Yeah. Animatronic. It's insane. Yeah. Animatronic. Thank you. Yes. Another good one. Um, and I, I do think that that adds, uh, well, we've seen it with Star Wars as well. Yeah. It was in the original Star Wars trilogy, not in the prequels. Yeah. Um, but it's coming back for J.J. Abrams. And I think that does add a level of, well, believability because it looks more real, but also gives the actors something to kind of bounce off. Yeah, well, I mean, I was a little bit surprised with the amount of CG because Colin Trevorrow has said so many times, and there's loads of quotes from him saying, yeah. there's going to be loads of actual sets. Like, you wouldn't, yeah. he, like he said, like, you wouldn't believe the amount of sets yeah. and things we've actually built for the dinosaurs. Um, but I mean, the sets and the dinosaurs are too completely... Yeah. Completely yeah, but I mean, but he said like four dinosaurs and stuff that, he, okay, that he's okay. used, and you know, he wants it. It is only the trailer, isn't it? After exactly. Yeah. Like, and what they showed, obviously, I don't know, whatever that big water dinosaur is called. Yeah. 
I'd like to see you kind of do that, not using CG. Yeah, exactly. How would you do that? It's giant. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's also said that he's also said he's a big advocate for special effects as well. And he said, yeah. you know, people write off CG and go, oh, CG is like CG is used well. Yeah. It can be used really well. Like I think he said. Uh, so the shot in the trailer of going through the the doors, yep. which apparently isn't going to be in the final film. Right. Um, but Aww. the doors are real. Everything around it isn't. Yeah. Um, so I think he's, I, th I think he's using it in an interesting way. But then we have to, you know, it's not a final thing. It's a trailer. Yeah. We're months away from it. Yeah, and there was, um, I saw something that somebody tweeted yesterday about uh, Dawn of the Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Or yeah, that's right. And like what Caesar looked like in the trailer versus yeah. what he looked like in the the final film, and he looked way way better. And yeah, so you, you know that's still got. Six months of seven months of yeah. polishing. Yeah, there's so. still a lot of time to do. But, it, but this guy is saying because of the um, the, the actual amount of CG in it, rather yeah. than. But then we didn't get to see a lot of dinosaurs close up. We saw them, you know, in the same way that we would have seen them in Jurassic Park, which is a lot of CG, a lot of sort of sweeping shots. Like every shot that was in the trailer, if that was from the original Jurassic Park trailer, it still would have been CG. Yeah. There were there were no there were no sort of you know massive close up with the thing. So yeah, 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 that doesn't yeah. worry me at all really. No. No. Uh, and he also says, um, does having bigger dinosaurs necessarily mean who put Michael Bay in my Jurassic Park? Mm. See, that is interesting. I mean, uh, originally I did sort of think that like we said it in a conversation video we did yesterday. Like it is a sort of bit sort of like Gremlins new batch going, OK, well, yeah. you know, let's make this dinosaur giant and make yeah. it a little bit different. Fuse the two scariest dinosaurs together or something like that. Um, I don't know. I just have faith. What was the dinosaur that was in Jurassic Park 3? Oh, uh, the Spinosaurus. Is that the one with the big head thing? Yeah, is it real or is it made up? Maybe for that's film? a Spinosaurus. I no, know. I think it's real. I think it's oh, real okay. as well. I think, I think this is the first time they've actually made up a dinosaur for it. Because did that take on two T Rexes or something like that? It was bigger than two T Rexes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bigger than them. So, so I don't know. I know again, Croup has got ridiculous theories around all of yeah. this about like camouflage um, T Rexes. Well, yeah. What's a D Rex? Is that real? Well, this is apparently what the genetically modified thing is. Yeah, the thing you sort of see chasing. Chris Pratt. And yeah. you also see it, like, you see him, if you look at the trailer as well, which we notice, you see him chasing Chris Pratt within the paddock that yeah. you see him looking at earlier yeah, on, yeah, you're looking yeah. at the scratches, because you can see the scratches in the background, yeah. which means the reason that we think that maybe it can camouflage itself is that Chris Pratt is maybe looking up and examining the scratch marks, and then goes further into the paddock and realizing, oh shit, it hasn't it's escaped, still, yeah. it's still in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they sort of, yeah. And that's this what is we all think. to do with cuttlefish. Apparently, cuttlefish can change colour about their surroundings. Where did the cuttlefish come from? Well, I think it was like a rumour or a leak, like way, way back, of some right. like documents that were on a website. Okay. And there's some leaked things oh, saying God. that they fused it with cuttlefish. Krupa knows a lot about cuttlefish. Yeah, he knows too much about cuttlefish. <laughs> it's, he's, it's, he's a cuttlefish man. We were out last uh, night and he was kind of talking through some of his theories about the film. And it's interesting stuff. Like, I can see, I know that there is criticism about, you know, genetically enhanced dinosaurs and creating dinosaurs. But I mean, if it does play into the narrative in a really cool way where it does yeah. have like these new dinosaurs fighting against you know the the old original ones yeah. know, that could be a really interesting yeah. territory to explore the video yeah. that we made there was uh, does jurassic world need genetically modified dinosaurs like one of my favorite comments underneath and i do love rjn comments like one of the favorite um goes well actually the original dinosaurs are all fused with uh, frogs yeah. so technically they're all genetically modified i was like I like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last thing he says is, uh, for me alone, uh, the piano score would have easily sold me. Oh yeah, completely. You've got to use Harrowing. the original music. If it doesn't use Fantastic. the original music, it's. I think he definitely. Me. I think uh, yeah. Giacchino said he's definitely going to use it. I, I, like a, a couple of people I spoke to said they had a massive problem with the way that that score was used um, because 
that actual bit of score is always used uh, it's always used in the original films to sort of indicate a sense of wonder. Yeah. So you have the giant score and then yeah. you look out and you you know it's, it's never used in the sort of like scary bits. Yeah. Whereas this is completely turned on its head and it's yeah. used in, in a sort of like odd, scary way. For me, I thought that was a very clever way of using it because yeah, yeah, yeah. it sort of trades on nostalgia, but at the same time, it, but you know, it's using it in a different way, and it's sort of tricking your sort of brain like, a little bit. It's like bit. the way that John Lewis reworks songs for their Christmas adverts. Exactly, it? yeah, um, <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that. Um, but I, I didn't have a problem with that. I thought it was good. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, next piece of feedback. Um, I thought we had one more piece of feedback. Yeah, me. Sorry. Yeah. On, um, oh, I have a Jurassic Park one. Oh, oh so awesome, yes. yeah. Sorry, I jumped to you. you. Had the first piece of feedback. Sorry. Uh, for me, it doesn't really matter what the trailer is like, as I was going, as I was always going to watch the film. But I was slightly yeah. put off by how hyper hyper real everything looked, and a great deal of the tactile brilliance of the original, i.e., the physical puppetry, yep. which is what we were talking about, uh, looked to be missing. Ultimately, there's no point in moaning, as a we're all going to go see it, and b it's not as if Jurassic Park has been uh, slightly tarnished already by rubbish sequels. But as a mega fan, I was left a little cold. I think that's fair, fair enough points about this thing. But I have to say, like, the shots, um, the shot of, like, the Gallimimus is running yeah. and the shots of the the sphere go, the gyrosphere going past the Brachiosaurus, yeah. I actually thought that they looked exactly, like, those dinosaurs looked exactly like they do in the original. Yeah. I don't know if that's a thing. Like, they sort of did, and I don't want to talk about Jurassic World in the same breath as Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because we know where that went. Let's, but, not, do, let's <laughs> not do that at you all. Know, Crystal Skull looks like an Indiana Jones film. It's got yeah. that sort of look to it. Whereas, yeah. and I really hope they sort of done the same sort of thing because the dinosaurs, the skin is sort of like You're the get texture. for this. Yeah, exactly. Very. But like the texture on the legs and things like that, like yeah. it looked like the original Jurassic World, yeah, uh, yeah, Jurassic yeah. Park for me. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that was I mean, Yeah, the bits where they're in those funny kind of rolling balls and stuff. Gyrospheres. Felt like yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which really is, cool. you know, that's There's hugely important. As mm. long as the... It seems like they're doing this as well. The narrative plays into this excitement of being in this park and going on this tour because yeah. you definitely had that in the first one when they're going through. It's almost like a roller coaster, and they're in the jeeps, you yeah. know, that are moving through, and it's like an experience. You feel like you're going through the park yourself, and it's yeah. really fun. So it, it'll be definitely interesting to see because I mean, as you can see from the narrative, part of it looks like it is from the child's point of view. Yeah, just like some of it was in the original film, getting yeah. to experience the park. So yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see how that plays out as well. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. Um, I've got a cool one from Edward Lauder who says, Hi guys and Duck Hunt. I was wondering if you could map out a normal day in the life of a critic, either a film or game critic, or both. How many hours a week do you, send, do you spend playing games and watching movies? How long does it take to... Comp so we should go through these maybe one by one. <laughs> because we, we talked about this today. Like uh, yeah. I came from a place where, we, you know, even though I used to have to play video games and watch a lot of movies, we had to do a lot of that in our sort of spare time because yeah, we were so yeah. busy. But yeah. I don't know, maybe... So it depends, really. A lot. Oh, well, the films are much easier because you go and see a film, you know that within two hours you've yeah, seen that yeah. film. Yeah. But with games, it's, you know, it depends. Like, Krupa spent days doing Assassin's Creed Rogue. Yeah. Because you've got to... Like, we finish, obviously, every, finish every single game that we review yeah. and then try and do as much of the side missions. Like, you know, I've already pumped in... God, I don't know, 22 hours into Far Cry. Yeah. And I've wow. just unlocked the second part of the map. Right. You know, that is a huge amount of kind of game to kind of cover. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. that's, you know, if you're going to do your job properly, that's what you've got to do. So, yeah. Um, but I guess we only do, well, probably one review a month, game review out of the UK. Yeah. Uh, Chris does a few more um, yeah. film reviews. But he tends to do, most of his screenings tend to be in the evenings. Uh, occasionally at weekends as well. So. Yeah. 
Um, but unfortunately, the job, this job, is more writing, and video editing, stuff, yeah. rather than playing games. Yeah. Talking about waffle irons. But then, yeah, yeah. For, I had to do a Destiny video the other day, and for that, I had to actually sit down and play for like three, four hours, and yeah. that was very cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you play quite a lot in your own time, I think. Yeah, but that's um, because well, it's the same. Like, I enjoy doing it. It's just sort of why we got these jobs in the first place. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, what else did he ask? How long does it take to compile all of your thoughts into a comprehensive review, ultimately leading towards an overall score? I mean, that changes depending on film yeah. or like game, I guess, which sort of answered that. But it's it's one of those things, like, you know, like I've been reviewing games for long enough yeah. that within an hour, I've got a pretty good sense of where this game within a yeah. scale is going to fit, unless something changed dramatically down the line. Yeah. Because in terms of, you know, like the technical stuff, the mechanical stuff of a game, that that's fixed usually yeah. from the start. Yeah, it's yeah. only the story or the narrative that kind of changes its pattern. So, you know, you narrow down the score pretty quickly. Yeah. And then, you know, depending what happens in the game, that will change. That's good. Did you always know you wanted to become a critic or was it something you just ended up doing by accident? Uh, well, I've spoken many times about it. I just ended up doing it. Um, I, I knew someone really? who was working on a magazine. Yeah. Uh, I just quit college because I hated it. And uh, I was quite good at a game called Dungeon Master. And that's how I got my start. Really? Wow. Yep. That's good. doesn't really happen like that anymore, unfortunately. No. Yeah, no, it's really hard. Um, I was at a wedding recently with uh, a friend who also works in the industry. And he, because he's a loser, had mapped out every paid position in the UK. So he had in his head every paid position, full-time position in the UK games industry. What? Uh, yeah, he was just like he knew every single one and how many it was, and it's like depressingly low. So, I think yeah. that guy sounds like a loser, and I'm the wow. guy that spent 14 hours playing COD Zombies. And yeah, stuff, so that's pretty bad. I'm <laughs> he writes for like news and business and stuff like that. So, but, damn it, now he's yeah. cooler than me. <laughs> yeah, um, overtaken again. How yeah. did you get your break then? I worked in sport for three years, and right. I knew I wanted to work in video games and films and stuff, and. A job came up, and I just made sure I got that job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to ask how you made sure you got that job. <laughs> I was, my hands were very busy that week. Um, no, I just I, I was hired to work on the official Nintendo magazine, and I loved Nintendo, so I went in just super confident and made them give me the job yeah. with how good I was. But you always like doing video production. Yes, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I knew yeah. I wanted to work in video, and I think I got into it like a quite a good time as well because yeah. it was when a lot of companies knew they were meant to be doing video but they didn't know how to do it no. so I think if you can go in and go to somebody um, well I know you know you need me yeah. uh, but you want to give someone a job that you don't have to worry about you're not going to have to worry about me I'm going to get on and do it yeah, like, yeah. yeah that's fine good yeah. Yeah. Job. like so many like kind of websites still don't take video seriously yeah when the best way to see a video game in action is through videos yeah yeah exactly that's the thing I, I need both like if I'm I like reading like reviews and well not I don't really read reviews I don't watch video reviews yeah. but I anything like leading up and afterwards like people experiencing a game that's what I like to read or yeah. watch yeah yeah um, but that's good yeah. um, this is quite cool what is the review you are most proud of the one you like to show your friends colleagues and potential employers oh my gosh you're getting grilled here Alex this well, is the thing is stuff. I haven't I haven't really reviewed anything for a long time. The That's last, the thing. I'm, I'm not into Dungeon it. Master. Yeah. Well, I didn't <laughs> review that. That just got me the gig. The last review I did was God of War Ascension, and I absolutely hated that review yeah. process because uh, famously it was patched after yeah. the game came out f for a particular level, and I've kind of wiped it from my brain. But yeah. God, I spent 
about a day and a half on this one section of the game. Oh, no. And I was like, well, if Creeper will attest to it, it's like I was yeah. so close to killing people. Oh, <laughs> um, but apart from that, yeah, like I, I haven't really reviewed that many games for IGN. Yeah. I, I, that's the thing. I don't really, I don't like doing reviews and stuff. I've done yeah. things that I'm proud of and like I'm, I managed to make a series where I got my nan to review video games. That's probably the thing I'm most proud of. Yeah. Uh, because it made her like a minor celebrity. Like she gets recognized in yes. the street and things now. <laughs> Does she really? Yeah, it's amazing. Oh my gosh, right. She, apparently she's re- always been really cool about it as well. Like she got recognized uh, at my niece's, at my niece's like school play or something. And yeah. they came up and were like, oh, you game of grand. Can, can I have your autograph? My nan was like, yeah, of course. It's fine. Uh, would you like a photo? And they're like, yeah. And she was like, apparently she's just like absolutely fronted it out and just what really game? cool what about game did it. Yeah. She, she did loads. Yeah. She, it was a series. Yeah. That she wow. did. She was like a, I don't even know what's below Z list celebrity, but she was that. Uh, Bless. Who are your inspirations in the field of film or games journalism? Uh, I wouldn't say I've got inspirations. I've, I've got favorite developers. Okay. Yeah. Kojima. Yeah. I, I absolutely admire everything that he does in terms yeah. of the polish and perfection. Also, Rockstar. Like, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. They never put out, apart from maybe L.A. Noir, yeah. uh, a crap game. You know, they're consistent in, in what they do, certainly with, you know, What did GTA. you think of L.A. Noir? I didn't actually play it. I really struggled to get in. Did you play it, Gav? Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I really struggled to get into it. Yeah. There was a lot of walking around, looking at things. Well, I think I... L.A. Noir was a weird one for them because obviously it was underneath the Rockstar banner, but it wasn't really kind of done through the Rockstar development process. Yeah. yeah. You had Rockstar people overseeing it, but, you know, it was done by Team Bondi and all that kind and of I mean, stuff. And I mean, yeah. I, I had false impressions of the game when I bought it. Immediately, I just, like got into a car and I was like, I'm going to drive around and kill people and have some fun. Like I thought it was like GTA, you know, but yeah. you know, set uh, in the past, but then it wasn't like that at all. I turned yeah. out to be a cop, so I yeah. didn't go too well with the city. But yeah, I think Kojima, um, just because like I've loved every single Metal Gear. I love what he does with it. And yeah. even though the storylines are absolutely batshit mental. Well, I did a news piece today on um, the online is being revealed. It is. Uh, yeah. uh, I think yeah. tomorrow actually. Oh, awesome. uh, very, Saturday, very soon. isn't it? I think it's Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got that wrong, man. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, I, I guess, yeah. It's at the, the, whatever it's called now, the video game. Video game awards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it. That's Ed Lauder. Thank you for your fantastic podcast. Good email. Keeping a smile on my face. Karen it's my turn? Ed yep. Lauder. Daryl Sharp. Duck Hunt. Duck I have hunt. <laughs> just been reading that Tom Cruise is filming MI5 as we speak. For those of you who don't know, that's Mission Impossible 5. Keep reading. But, see, You're okay. taking too long on this. <laughs> I didn't get time to pre-read, so expect a lot of mistakes. But more importantly, they're looking... It's uh, like the news video, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating profusely. They're having him play the Sean Connery role in the ma- remake of Highlander. Uh, a film Pause made famous by <laughs> Connery playing a Spaniard with a Scottish accent. And Christopher Lam- Lambert? Lambert? Yeah, Christopher Lambert. Yeah. Lambert. Uh, Frenchman playing a Scotsman with a French accent. Is that how young you are? You don't know who Christopher Lambert is? I, I'm sure I know his face. I just don't know how to pronounce You've his name. You've heard of Highlander? Uh, yes. Okay. You better have it. As of you 10 asked seconds that a, ago. You asked that in a way that there was no way he could have said <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. You fucking run of it, Ryan. Straight out of it, Google. <laughs> yeah, we're going out tonight. I will quiz you. Yeah. Oh, God. This is not going to go well. Uh, if I'm honest, I think Cruz is probably a good pick for the role, but what are your thoughts on the remake? Cruz, who will play McLeod. McLeod. <laughs> You're fucking Irish. You should know how to say McLeod. It is becoming very evident that I have not McLeod. seen this <laughs> Oh my God. It doesn't look but like McLeod. Let me see. McLeod. Is that a typo? That's obviously McLeod. 
Mugliode. <laughs> what, what, what was the rest of it? Ah, uh, oh my God. I can read it from here upside down. I wish I'd have given it to you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, most importantly, who of anyone can play the soundtrack? Instead of Queen. Wow. Instead of Queen. Friend of the show, Daryl Sharp. Daryl, first off, I am so sorry. Ruining that email. Yeah. Butchering Sharp's email. Uh, I actually thought about this the other day, and I thought um, if they were going to remake it, uh, and I love Highlander, yeah. if they were going to remake it, I would have had Fassbender. Really? Michael Fassbender. That's good chat. Yeah, as McLeod. He's I think he'd been really good. Yeah. Like he's got, I don't know, he just, I don't know, he's got the build of the highest. He's like Chris Pratt. He can't right do person. wrong. Yeah. No. I just feel like everything Fassbender does is just yeah. awesome. I don't, I don't get the casting of Tom Cruise as that. No. It doesn't make any sense to me. He's a tiny little man. Yeah. Or go for like a proper uh, Scottish person and gain, get James McAvoy in. Yeah. I wouldn't mind him. I'd mind him. He's, he's badass in film. He's good. Yeah. 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 Um, what about the soundtrack? Hmm. I mean, if it was a couple of years ago, I would have said Muse, because they are basically Queen. They yeah. are. They're, they're kind of the the go to for movie soundtracks, though, aren't they? And like, I, like... I I defended Muse for so many years, but their last album is that's a pile of shit. I could make a better Muse album now. Didn't I, they do I soundtrack stuff for like yeah. Twilight and things like that though? So I don't yeah, know it's a good song they did for Twilight though. Mm. Like the Twilight soundtrack is really good. You judged <laughs> me. You judged me for listening to a song from the Twilight. Yeah, soundtrack. but you were listening to one of the shit ones. <laughs> what? It was good. Did you hear about this as well? Uh, you were making fun of me for that, and then that spread that I was listening to the Twilight soundtrack. Good. The next day, I was editing a news piece on uh, the Assassin's Creed trailer. Yeah. Which the soundtrack to that is um, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. really epic yeah. song. So I was like, wow, I'm going to listen to this on Spotify. So I listened to it. It's from the Catching Fire soundtrack. No, that's all right. So, yeah. so Catching Fire is cool. There you go. I just, I like uh, I don't know who else could, who else instead of Because I Queen. thought Muse. But, but then, you know, I can't think of any other kind of bands that have that sort of epic feel. Yeah, not to me. don't know. Unless they go completely against type and get like Cypress Hill to do it. <laughs> they, they haven't been around well, for a while. They've, get them they've in. got like Tom Cruise as the lead. Yeah, yeah. You should yeah you know, go off the wall. How old is Tom Cruise now? He's got to be sixty-eight. Yeah, no, I don't. That's know. crazy. He's not sixty-eight. Sixties. <laughs> he can't be. There's a way we can check this. <laughs> right. All right, Alex, let's do a bet right now. I'm saying fifty-six. Oh, I was going to say fifty-eight. Okay, well that's not very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Tom Cruise is fifty-six. Fifty-four. 52. There you go. Yeah. So, Clenched it in the end. I win. Fantastic. Good. I don't know if I did win, but I win. Have we got any more? Okay, yes. One last piece of feedback from Carl Barrett says, do you think that there can be a surprise death in any of the upcoming Marvel Cinematic Universe movies? Uh, the contracts for the actors are public, so we know how many films they've got left. Um, and therefore, we can take a reasonable guess as to when main characters will be killed off or retired. Mm. Uh, we all presume that Tony Stark may be killed off in Avengers 2, but now that we know he's going to turn up exactly, in yeah. Captain America. Well, that's what I was going to I mean, That was going to be my answer. Like, the contracts mean absolutely nothing yeah. because everyone, you know, his contract, Downey Jr.'s contract was only so long. Yep. So everyone's like, oh, he's going to die in the next one. And so it sort of seemed like from Iron Man 3 that that's where they were going with it. And then he signed a massive new contract. Um, so, I, I, I mean, also, I've sort of lost. Not faith, because they're great movies, but I've sort of lost the element of danger. They've done it so many times where they've, you know, they actually, actually killed someone off. Yeah. And then it turns out he wasn't dead. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, in, in, Cap yeah, in Captain America, in, Cap in Captain America, you're meant to believe that Samuel Jackson is, yeah. is dead. And then he's obviously not. But at yeah. no point during that bit. Spoilers. Uh, yeah. Oh. 
it's fine. It's been out ages. <laughs> but at no point during that movie was uh, was I like, yeah, he's he's definitely in trouble here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and it like it, it happens in a lot of. You know, it happens in a lot of superhero movies. Like, right at the end of Dark Knight Rises, spoilers if you haven't yep. seen it. Like, I genuinely believed. I thought, I was, they've actually killed yeah. him. kind of welling up. And I, I was like, I, was I like, can't believe they've done it. I absolutely can't believe they've done it. That is amazing. Should've and left, then, there he is. Everyone says, should have left coffee. the last shot. <laughs> Just as you know, yeah. Alfred looking over, cut to black. Yeah, oh, that that's been amazing. Actually, no, it's, it's quite an Inception ending. That is, I, like I like the Inception yeah. endings. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I never feel like any of these guys are in any kind of real danger. Yeah. Alfred should have been in France with a spinning top, just yeah. watching it. The last, the genuine last movie that I watched, where I thought the main characters might have died, and I, I generally thought, oh my god, they're actually in some proper peril here was Toy Story 3. Do you know what? I knew you were going to say Toy really? Story 3. I don't know why I thought you were going to say Toy Story Yeah. And you did. Because that bit where they're in the dump and they're heading down spoilers yeah, if you haven't seen it. They're not going to die. It's a there child's is... film. Why? I generally thought this is the end. And I gen like, But maybe that's, you know, it's good writing and it's good directing that yeah. I generally thought, holy shit, they're going to kill off every single oh, person in William Toy Story. Buzz That would never happen in a Pixar. <laughs> There's a video on YouTube oh of a bunch of uh, teenagers who mm. got the film and put it into Final Cut Pro. Okay. So when it gets to that scene when they're going down into the fire pit they made it fade to black and the credits roll and they put that uh version of the, the dvd on when their parents were watching it and yeah. they filmed it and it just faded and end and the mom was like they're not dead are they yeah oh no oh no and was she was it, so was upset Piggy? yeah <laughs> okay. uh, yeah it i was mean mcleod yeah oh yeah that was that was but sad. yeah, did we actually answer it? Um, I mean, yeah, I just don't think they will. I mean, I'd love to think that they would. And Well, this is the know. other problem with it as well when you're watching these films. If they introduce someone brand new yeah. who has like a big emotional tie, you're like, I think you're going to die. Yeah. Because you have no obligation to stay further in the films mm. and I'm emotionally attached to you. Like, I think they're going to kill yeah. you. Yeah. Well, from the trailer, um, they're bumping up a lot of sort of the human characters. I know a lot of them are human, yeah. but they're bumping up a lot of the sort of non-hero characters yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to sort of first tier because there's that shot of them all hanging out and there's a couple of non-avengers there sort of like from shield and there's a new character as well uh, yeah. a, a korean actress who we don't know who, the, who she's so playing I think, yet i think that's yeah. what it will be if anyone's she's disposable yeah <laughs> yeah it's like, it's like in star trek where they're just like oh, we're gonna take yeah. ensign jones he's like oh shit damn it. <laughs> yeah I he signed up for three movies yeah exactly <laughs> yeah uh, other point he says is uh, he read somewhere uh, the film industry that soon will uh, have a tiering system for cinema tickets. I don't know where he got this from, mm -hmm. but like ten pound, for example, to go and see a blockbuster, and then four quid or something to go and see a smaller indie film. Uh, do we think that's a good idea? I think it's a great idea. I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I, I did see the other day that some cinemas have started charging a quid extra and literally calling it like blockbuster fee. Um, really? Yeah. So wow. they charge a quid extra to go see like uh, Hunger Games. Um, than they would something else. I was say, of all the other, all the things to pay extra for. Mm. Surely, I wouldn't it be better to be flipped, where it's like the more like independent films would get more money, and then like for the big blockbusters, yeah, you don't not, actually need the revenue. But if you go to the less. cinema and you've got a choice of seeing, I don't know, Star Wars for three pounds yeah. or some art house movie for ten pounds. There's a really interesting. Yes, uh, but I mean that's not helping anyone, is it? Because then no. it means less people yeah. are going to be seeing indie films. And yeah. There's a really interesting podcast called Planet Money, and uh, each week they sort of take a system or something. It's kind of like Freakonomics, where they you know they, they talk about you know will this ever will this ever happen? Yeah. And they did one recently on will it ever happen that because they say it doesn't make any sense that I should there should be queues around the block for the latest premiere. Yeah. And you pay fourteen quid for it when. 
you can go see see that uh, see a movie and be the only person in the cinema in the yeah. middle of the day yeah. and be charged the exact same thing. Yeah. And there's yeah. a reason why. There's all these different reasons for it. You should like really listen to it because it's a really great podcast. Yeah. Um, so but have it, like they, peak times. Exactly. And, yeah, peak like times and like movie peak movies and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently, like the rules are so set in stone. That there's it's no way you can ever do it, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, huge, yeah. But that's like, um, I didn't realise that they do kind of cheap kids screenings as well. So during the summer yeah. holidays, uh, I went to go and see Mr. Peabody and Sherman, which I would never, ever have seen. Yeah. Um, but it was three quid a ticket. And I was like, well, I'll take my... You go I didn't go on my own. Oh, right, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went with Scarlet. I'm not some kind of weird yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, on, my, on my birthday... Just imagine you with a little backwards hat. <laughs> Two kids tickets, please. <laughs> I always take my birthday off work. Right. Um, and on my birthday uh, two years ago, I, like, I just split up with my girlfriend of yeah. like nine years. But I thought, well, no, I always take the day off. Um, and we used to spend it together. But I thought, well, no, I'm, I'm just going to go to the cinema or like do something fun until my friends finish work. It's a really fucking sad story. Um, <laughs> so you so, bought a kid's ticket when no, you see no, no, Mr. No. Peabody. So I was going to go see a movie. And uh, where I live in Brixton, like the Ritzy Picture House, have these things called like, uh, I think it's called like screen, um, screen Scream or something like that, which right. you can take your baby babies along to oh yeah yeah um, yeah our local cinema does yeah that. i've uh, never been what is i can't this? think of anything worse you can take a baby you can take a baby along to it yeah. and you know obviously the baby's gonna cry and stuff so it's like a mother and oh parent sorry yes uh parent <laughs> so and baby offended. screening maybe that's um, what cameron's but, talking about shitting yourself with an open mouth and yeah a screen <laughs> full of babies but i can't remember what it's gonna go see and it's also adult movies as well not like sex movies so it's it's like you know like 18 rated and 15 Rated. Like they, right. they, they show every film but in this sort of way and I saw on the website that it was this Scream thing and I thought oh well I still really want to see that film surely I can go along I went along and they were like oh uh, and obviously I look like this um, yeah. which is pretty much if you had to draw a cartoon <laughs> of a paedophile it would be this um, so I said oh can I get a ticket for that and they were like uh, do you have a baby and I was like no and they're, like, You're oh, in the market. they're like, oh, I'm sorry, like, you have to have a baby to come to the screen. I was like, really? And I actually, I don't know why I said it. But I went, but it's my birthday. <laughs> that's it. The woman was like, oh, that, that doesn't matter. <laughs> if anything, that's ever. more. Uh, yeah, so I didn't oh, get to no. see that film. It was pretty sad. I had to that's walk back. a bit weird to take your newborn baby and to go and see an 18 rated film. That's what I was thinking. Like, well, they don't know. They won't know what's they're going not on. watching it, but you're still going to have like loud sound and screams and yeah. stuff like that can't be a good environment. Who would enjoy no. that? If it's a room full of babies, they're going to be crying. Other so parents who have given up on life, I reckon. Yeah, that's got to be sad. And yeah. one person if that's, the, if, if that's the only way that they can go see uh, films in the cinema, yeah, though. My missus went to one. Yeah, but in four and a half years, we've never used a babysitter. Really? No. Nice. It's mainly it's because proud. I don't trust anybody with my child. It's cheap. <laughs> Especially not you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I borrow it so I can go and start going to these screeners? Oh, good. All right. Uh, right, let's move on to uh, uh, stuff that's out this week. Let's go movies first. Okay. 2001 has been re-released. So that's, I mean, it is one of the best sci-fi films I've ever seen. So if you haven't seen it, go yep. see it. Yeah. I'm going to apologize for a... Because we were talking about drilling, and they've started banging yeah. a whole hour before they're supposed to. So who is yeah. getting paid to bang something against something else? Don't know. Builders. Ridiculous. <laughs> Granted, I'm getting paid to talk about waffles and yeah. sit here and exactly. joke about. They, they've being probably a got more of a so. viable job than you. Most <laughs> <Yeah>. likely. <laughs> Um, they make shit. They could probably pronounce words as well, which yeah. is great. But yeah, it's been re-released by the BFI. Um, and we've got some really cool stuff on the site, actually. Yeah. Because uh, Bear Park and Tilly went to speak to the actors from the film, who I don't think they've even been doing anything for years, no. which is really good. I read his uh, Reddit MMA the other day. Um, AMA. 
the other day and uh, MMA. And, yeah. <laughs> he's well into it. <laughs> Mixed martial arts. That'd um, be amazing. Eighty-year-old guy. Yeah, he's a really interesting guy. So I'm really interested to see the video actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know who was who, but uh, Chris was saying that one of them was fairly amicable. The other guy. Couldn't give not a shit. so. Yeah. Oh. That's the Rolled worst for an interview situation so. as well. If you yeah. But that's, yeah. If you've never seen that fi- cinema, uh, sorry, seen that film at the cinema, definitely yeah. worth going to check out. Yeah. Good. Uh, also at Paddington. So I took my daughter to go and see that, and we left after forty minutes because she didn't stop crying. But. If you haven't got children <laughs> and you don't go to a mother and baby screening, yeah. it's quite funny by all accounts. Okay, right. Well, yeah, because yeah. quite liked it, didn't he? Yeah. Sorry, Beer Park. Well, I, I enjoyed it, but I just had a child sat in my lap. How old is your going, daughter? Four and a half. Was she crying because she just couldn't be asked, or she was crying because of the film? Uh, well, yeah. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, Paddington's left on his own in London. Okay. And she's got this new thing of... A being lost yeah. and us losing her. Yeah. And also, like, we came out the screening and she said to me, Mummy and Daddy, I don't want you to die. And you don't want the four and a oh half year old to say that. Holy shit. I know. It's awful. I know. So, what? So she yeah. understood then. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Because um, at the time in the cinema, it was the cast and crew screening that were there to do a Q and A. So I was wow. like, I was a bit mortified by this. No, 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 I wouldn't um, be. I'd have been like, sort your film out. But I had to walk in front of everybody. We had to walk like you couldn't get out down the back. You had to walk in front of everybody. Oh, and it was just like, oh my god. And the PRs were waiting outside, and they were like, "What's up?" And she was like, Ooh. "She doesn't want us to die. That's what's up." <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> you just showed her mortality. She doesn't know about that. I was a bit like. Oh damn it! And then yeah. she said that I was like, okay, okay fair enough. You're, you're pretty right. upset by this. So. Well, that, I mean, there's it's been crazy. a huge thing about the fact that it's not a you, it's a PG. Yeah. That's well, obviously why. That's my lesson learned. I'm never yeah. going to take her to anything other than use until yeah. she's 58 or something like that. Yeah, I'll be dead by then. Did you have to know a lot about the original show? I'm guessing like no. That that? Okay, because yeah. I never, I never no. don't know anything about Paddington. No, so well, no, you, you don't need to know. So. Okay, yeah. it's okay. funny. Um, you know the the. CG, the bear itself, done really, really well. Awesome. Um, and cool. like both myself and my missus said that we we would watch it again. Yeah. But just not with our daughter. So. Horrible Bosses 2 is also out. I haven't seen it. Uh, I haven't seen it. I loved the first one. Did you? Yeah. I yeah. thought, um, I've forgotten his name. Irish actor. Colin oh, uh, from IT Crowd. No, not Colin Firth. Colin Farrell. Oh, Colin oh, Farrell, yeah. Great oh, he yeah, is really good, yeah. Um, Completely wrong. Apparently, it's not quite as good, according to the IGN review. As the yeah, I read yeah, that I didn't well. think it was that good. Apparently you didn't the, like the first one? No. Uh, I thought it was very funny. Hmm. Apparently, the casting is great, because I love a lot of the actors in the second yeah. one, like Charlie Day. He's in the first uh, one. From, oh, he's in the first one as well? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see the first one. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this, this podcast goes so well here. for you. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I think it's a, like, it's a great cast. So I, it's interesting to see like how you can go wrong when you have like such funny people. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that, but then did you see Monuments Man this year? Who Bill, Mur- Bill Murray's in that, and it's oh, no. borderline unwatchable. Oh dear. Yeah. So that's, that's when it can go wrong, actually, Rory. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll meet my blazer. <laughs> what uh, games are out? Little Big Planet 3, which uh, Lucy reviewed in uh, from Australian team. Yeah. Didn't really. 6.8, kinda, yeah. I think she gave it. Uh, so part of the, the problem she had was that it was buggy as hell. Yeah. And, like, I think. It, was it three or four times the game like critically crashed and she lost all of her progress and yeah. obviously that is a game about oh, building man. worlds this that yeah. and the other going back to the That's drawing awful. board every single time I wouldn't have done it no <laughs> um, and I think you know 
you know, aesthetically, it's quite a pretty looking game. Mm. But f- certainly for me, I think the media molecule magic is just not there. Okay. Because it's not developed. I, I mean, I, th- I think it's fun and I, I like... Yeah, you did some stuff. Yeah, I did some it. stuff with the game and I, like, I, I can sort of see what, what you mean is because it's basically a, a, a two more digital. So they've taken, you know, this amazing like, sort of concept that yeah. media molecule have and then they've gone and just made, I don't know, like they've almost added a bit too much game stuff into right. it, if that makes any sense, which it shouldn't. But they've added a lot of sort of items and things you can get. And it just seems like they've added cool stuff, but it's yeah. stuff that I didn't really, that wasn't one of the reasons that I played Little Big Planet in the first place. Right, right, and right. also there's a lot of, like I think Little Big Planet, and the, the big thing is, oh, you can make your own levels and that is really, really good, but that's something I'm not into at all. So yeah. it'd be interesting, you know, maybe to speak to some of the people who like, this. some guys just remade Final Fantasy VII. No, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. has been working on for like, Eight years or something yeah. daft like that. Two years. Two years. <laughs> still daft. <laughs> still daft. <laughs> Not quite as daft as eight years now. Um, but you know, it'd be interesting to speak to somebody like that yeah. who you know is really into the sort of create mode. Yeah. Well, it's not um, even just for the people who create it because I mean, like a lot of the game time that I logged into, you know, previous uh, Little Big Planet games mm. was playing maps that other people had. Yeah had uh, created themselves and you get really interesting ones like you would get like Armageddon levels where there's things crashing out from the skies ones that are filled with sharks that would chase after you and I mean not even investing any time in the story if you just had your friends around four of you just trying out all these different maps you could spend hours just having so much fun exploring these other worlds people have created so it would be definitely interesting to see if, if that passion from create the creating the world is going to carry yeah. through onto under this title yep uh super smash brothers wii u finally out so excited yeah. i've never been a smash so brothers excited. fan nor me fun fact but a great game i yeah. actually i got lost in london because i was doing playing smash bros and doing a smash run on the tube and i looked up and i would missed my stop by like five stations you said wow. fun fact Fun for, that wasn't fun. <laughs> it was fun for me until I was lost. I, I really want. I really want to play this though because I want to try the amiibo stuff. I really yeah, want to yeah, try yeah. that. Really, really cool. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of integrated things. Uh, one of the things that they brought in with the Wii U is that you can do eight-player Smash, which is going to be absolute chaos. And you kind of wonder, you're like, you know, who's really going to utilize that? So that yeah. was my problem with Smash Brothers all along. Is that all along is that I, I never really felt like no. with a fighting game, it's you know, I might be completely off the mark here. But it never felt like you know I was winning because I was you know, doing the right thing at exactly the right time. It was just a uh, free for all. I hundred percent. I, I yeah. agree. I never understand why I'm winning or why I'm yeah. not winning. Um, yeah. But it, that is definitely there. It's it's a really really deep game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, is um, a, it is a curve because I mean like I have I have friends that I know that I'll beat pretty much every time, and I know yeah. that I there's other friends that will beat me pretty much every time. Yeah. So there are levels, but I, I there is an element of chaos to it. Yeah. Yep. Um, but the whole eight-player thing is cool because it's not only Wiimotes that you use, they're releasing controllers for it. And if you have the game on 3DS, you can hook your 3DS up to uh, use it as a controller with your Wii U. Yeah, yeah. So you can actually have eight players. You know, It's a yeah. much more accessible thing to do than to buy eight controllers. Yeah, it's cool. Which, you know, yeah. A lot of people will do. Good. So, yeah. And then also Pokemon, Amiga Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. So I haven't had a chance to play. There was a demo. Apparently it was really, really good, but I yeah. haven't had a chance to play it. Uh, fun fact. Hmm? Well, let's well, let's put this to the test. I've never played a Pokemon game. Really? No. Nope. You said fun fact. <gasps> so that is a fun fact. Mine was more fun than that. Well, you you sat on the tube for a bit too long. I was real life Paddington. <laughs> I was lost in. London. I mean, neither had me on the edge of my seat. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I've been in the games industry for years, and I've never played a Pokemon game. Stick that in your pipe. Yeah, but that so that's not a good thing, is it? That's incriminating, rather than fun. yeah. 
Uh, you've just not fancied it, or no? You've never oh, played one man. Pokemon game? I love no. Pokemon games. What about uh, like Pokemon Stadium? He's never it? played a Pokemon <laughs> game. He's like, literally said this. That's the what headline. about Pokemon Black? <laughs> what about like well, through every single one of us? Never yeah. played it. Right. Uh, Pokemon Black is probably my favorite DS game. <gasps> it's great. Yeah, it's Why? Really good. Uh, just I think it was when it came out, everyone I knew was playing it. Right. So it was one of those things where. Because that's such a good thing that I, I was really into the story for the first time in ages as well and it looked really really nice and there yeah. was loads of new features and it really encouraged you to play with your mates and stuff and I played online quite a lot as well because right, um, okay. you could play sort of with like people on your friends list yeah, I just yeah, it yeah. really hit me in a like a in the balls with how good it was. Um, <laughs> Is that a phrase? And I might, I might actually in the play pokey balls. Might be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might be my Christmas game I think. Really? Yeah. There you go. Well I have been a Huge Pokemon fan, as you could probably assume, uh, straight up from the original release. And I mean, I think even more recently, they've been doing fantastic things to kind of modernize the games a little bit. There was uh, a, a part was kind of, it did feel kind of repetitive. You know, you'd start off town, you automatically know when you get the game. Yeah. Gotta go here, 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 beat whoever's trying to take over the world, and then defeat the Elite Four. Yeah. And that was pretty much the structure of every game. And now they're kind of moving away from that a little bit. There's stronger stories. And I mean, especially um, X and Y, and with this new release, bringing in the 3D elements to make the battle yeah. animations more exciting. So I feel they're definitely moving in the right direction, and I'm having a lot of fun. These were actually, uh, Ruby and Sapphire were one of my favorite original games. They okay, yeah. really, So have really you been playing this new one? I haven't been playing the new one, okay. no. Uh, the Xbox hunt has kind of taken over my life at the moment. Ah, okay. But um, I definitely I definitely will be getting them in the future. Awesome. So if you had to pick one game, Smash Bros, because it's not going to be a little big planet, I don't think. Or Pokemon. Pokemon. This is tough. I might I might go <laughs> Smash Bros. I might go Smash. No, actually, I'll go Pokemon. because I Smash a- Brothers, not Bros. Smash. Okay. <laughs> like, you wouldn't call it okay, Super Mario Mom, Bros. <laughs> it really does my head when people Super call Mario. it uh, Smash Bros. I, what is, it is Smash Bros. Super Smash Brothers. It's anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. It does matter. Gavin's got a knife. He's oh taking this really God. serious. Unless you're Bros, you know how to do it. Super Smash Bros. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd play that. He probably has no idea who Bros are. No. 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 I know oh. what you're talking about. Good. That's all right. Good. Uh, right. That's it for this week's podcast. Thank you, Gavin. Thank you, Rory. No and uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, oh, actually, we should talk. Help. Tell people how they can drop us a line. It's the ridiculous email address: ign underscore uk feedback at ign.com. Do drop us a line about Ooh. anything we've spoken about or anything that's on your mind, and we will address it next week. So awesome. Until awesome. then, see you later. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. 
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.